that I think is the problem is people cling to any and every little bit of like piece of information. She never said anything that was so disrespectful to Will, right? She didn't say anything too bad. All she was saying was I'm not talking about this sex life. It's, it's, it's not even that. Listen, if the man was whack, he was whack. Okay, so if you, I mean, I'm like, damn. If your lady came on right now and, and, and on, on a podcast, <laughs> if it, yeah. she talked about your and the now, shit is the shit. Yeah. And she talked about how whack you were or whatever the case may be. You wouldn't feel some All she was saying was uh, basically no, and she wasn't yes spilling no. this man's pickle the way it was. It's a yes or no. Yes no. What now? It's a yes What's the question now? Would I get mad? Yeah. yeah. Of course I would get offended. Okay. Okay. But but okay. it was she did not say it. She did not say she never she never explicitly no, she never explicitly said that, oh, that dude was whacking bed. I didn't even nut. I, I was just so disres- I was just so oh. appalled by this dude's sex game. It was just she never came out and just like laid him out like that. She was I mean but, but but no, but my thing is I have to put you it in context. I have to put it in context. How long have they been together? Like, how long have they been together? It's like bro, like if you've been having sex with the same person for 30 years, I'm like, damn. Like, and I'm just I'm not saying like Big Willie style. I'm just saying. <laughs> At some point, she's probably, I mean, the way Jada was, Jada was sexually fluid prior to getting with Will, right? She was so sexually fluid prior to getting with Will, and Will was doing his thing, too. All I'm trying to say is they've never not been doing their own thing. Who's to say she's not I'm just saying it's one of those things where, I'm just saying it's one of those. Accountability, there you go. I don't know. No, 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 no. Jada could probably get down, because, no, 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 no. Did you see that? No, no, no. All I'm going to tell anybody, anybody. Have you seen a joint? Have you seen Hawthorne? The show Hawthorne, she was on there with Mark Anthony. Okay, yeah. That's his name, right? J- uh, J Lo's ex? Oh, Look at the sex scene at the last episode. They never aired after this. This is right when J Lo. No, no, no. J Lo actually divorced him right after this happened. Right after all of this happened, they had J Lo and him had a major issue. This is around the same time. I'm telling people, I promise you, go and look at this sex scene. They, you can't even find this scene that much anymore. This is on live local television, man. When this happened, she literally dry hunt the fuck out this man on a bench outside, and this was the scene. This was the sex scene on TV. And you could tell for a fact, hold on, this dude nut in his pants, bro. Oh, yeah. When I say she grind the fuck out of this man's dick, she grind the fuck out of this man's dick. And I'm like, yo, they are almost fucking on TV. Like, no, no, like, they're almost, they're probably fucking on TV right now. Like, she got this, she got her. No, you have to go check it out. I promise you. I will not lie to you. It is softcore porn. They're literally dry humping on TV. And I'm talking about. And, I mean, Jada's looking so beautiful. Oh, my. Oh, my God. Like, it, they, you, you have to see this. He literally has her on the bit. Oh, my gosh. Like, if Will didn't see this, I'll, listen, people will be wondering, like, what's going on between them. Nah, she's a freak. She's a freak. And I ain't mad at it. She got those funky color eyes, too, man. Like, dude. Listen. Nobody's keeping, nobody's forcing you to be there. 
It ain't. It, well, I think they're having fun, man. They they got so much money, man. Yeah, they don't even have to see each other. They don't even have to see each other for a month. Or, they don't even have to years. see each other years, and they still can be together in the same house. Like, bruh, Like, listen, they're living a dream. All I'm trying to say, they're living like gods, and they, they can do whatever they want. Sex orgies, it don't matter. All they have to do is just have people sign a non-disclosure, man. It don't even matter at this point. So what she stuck with that little boy? What was his name? Uh, <laughs> don't even remember his name, right? Like, like that little boy. That, don't anybody know that boy's name no more, right? Yeah. Like he's he's old news. Like he got used more than, and he he now he feels that. That's why he got salty because he was like, yo, wait, damn, I got used. He got he got, he got used by like, cougar. I got man. used by cougar, right? Yeah. Damn, like, I thought she liked me. He started catching feelings, so you know she was putting he, it he, on him, man. Yeah, he did start catching feelings. To the, it's crazy the fact that Will knows the game. That's why Will's like, man, let me just buy you lunch after me. We cool, man. Like, I know she put that fire on you, man. Like, like I mean, I'm, I'm just saying. I'm pretty nah, 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 nah. Not right now. Nah, nah. She's super that little boy no more because he no, caught feelings. About her and Will. Oh yeah, yeah, man. They, they probably still get down, man. I mean, I just think they're just having fun. But if y'all find that scene, y'all let me know. Hey, what, what I'm saying. Are you watching it? Yeah. Oh, watch it. Just keep watching it. Just keep watching it. What I'm saying is, it's okay. Softcore porn. It really is softcore porn. Tell me it's okay. <laughs> so, uh, I'm not lying. I gotta watch this too. No, you gotta watch it, bro. Listen, I, when I and it's I see it, I seen it live. Yeah. No, no, no. I seen it live <laughs> and on TV. And I was like, wait. Yo, this is happening. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. no, wait, wait. This is really happening on TV. This is regular TV. Cause I thought I watched the show. I loved the show. It was really good. I was like, as soon as that happened, man, they took it off the air, man. Like, nope, that was not coming back. Man, people were complaining. They literally had sex on TV. <laughs> listen, listen. Her legs were looking really. Yeah, they just went all the way. Oh my god! Listen, you got it's on YouTube. Man, listen. Listen, Hawthorne. Uh, yeah, you're typing in Jada and Mark Anthony, Stevie loves Stevie. <laughs> That's like, you got to be up, man. Listen, I'm pretty sure you can probably find it on a porn site, man. That show you the whole clip. <laughs> I mean, all I know is that thing is intense, man. They had the music and everything. This is it, right? Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Let me just wait and pass the to the, the meeting. Oh, man, listen. I'm not lying. <laughs> Hey, if anybody got, y'all gotta watch this. I'm recording, all, I got, I, cause I never stopped recording on my phone, cause I wanted to pick this up on this one too. But listen, listen, would you not go all in? Of course. I mean, we lost his marriage. I look right. Yeah, no, listen, camera, I look right no, at the camera. Sorry, Will. <laughs> like, yeah. I'm like, yeah. Yeah. cut. Yeah. Did he say cut or not? <laughs> <laughs> man, listen. All I know is, man, listen. When I first seen that scene, I, I seen it when it first aired, and I was like, "This is wild." Yeah, that's that's, that's some HBO stuff, not regular ass TV. <laughs> this is like, what is it, Passion Cold? Yeah, really. <laughs> Real sex, take two. Yeah, he, he hit that. <laughs> Yo, man, listen, I'm telling you. Listen, all I know is, man, yo, she was. <laughs> it went off air after this, man. I'm not lying. You can, <laughs> you can verify it. I'm not lying. Awesome. Like, I wouldn't lie, man. Listen, it went off air. 
<laughs> we fucked the cancellation. <laughs> <laughs> High ratings, though. <laughs> yeah, he was in there. Yeah, man, listen, listen. I just don't know, he definitely man. definitely a hole in his pants. I just don't know. <laughs> I just don't know. I'm like, did, did they really do it? Yeah, that's like they did, bro. When, he got hard. I, I mean, I, 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 no, he, he would have gotten excited. I, oh, he yeah, got well, around straight out. Like, you're getting excited. I mean, she wrote the hell out of him, mm-hmm. though. Like, it's like she really wanted to fuck him. Like, like, <laughs> like, like, like she you, wrote that scene. <laughs> I think she was a... Um, I, I need to go back and look at that. I think she was a, an executive producer on that show. Oh, where? Oh, yeah. She I, I just can't that. remember. No, no, no. I can't remember. I really can't. I won't. I won't. I won't sit here and lie about it. But, Dang. but I think. But I don't know, man. <laughs> but, <laughs> oh no, no. So this is really is gonna be part two because I mean, like I said, I, I gotta I gotta cut this one off. So, but but yeah, y'all check out the next flag, man. I got y'all on this one. All right, man. Uh, good afternoon. It's another uh, installment of the Black Sun Podcast coming to you um, again, you know, here at uh, Avaloy Studios. I uh, want to give a shout out for that. Um, also to Avaloy uh, Podcasting Network uh, for giving me this opportunity yet again to uh, bring you all this content. And uh, so, yeah, so today we have a special guest. Uh, I want him to let him introduce himself and uh, we can go ahead and get started. So. Hey, hey, how you do- how y'all doing? This is Antoine. Antoine. Um, got my boy Devon. He got me on here. We go way back and he told me to come out, so I'm just uh honored to come on and just talk about whatever. We finally got this man yeah. on. Listen, I've been trying to get this man on my podcast for quite a while. I mean now granted I have been slipping on myself because I have not had the opportunities to kind of get everything lined up, but you know, now we're here. Ultimately, you know, I just want to let everybody know. Oh, again, shout out to uh, Quick Striders, definitely, man. So, you know, we in the house today. So, hey, uh, Quick Striders, baby. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, man. So, yeah, definitely, me and uh, me and Antoine go way back, man. You know, for, uh, for clarity, just want to let everybody know. Yeah, we we go way back ever since high school. So, we we used to train and uh, run track together. Uh, so, uh, he actually went, uh, you know, ran track in college, and so did I. So. We have a lot to talk about when it comes to sports and athletics and uh, a lot of stuff. When I mean, um, you know, we, we have a, a, what is it, a repertoire of, of things that, you know, we definitely can go down and um, absolutely hash out, right? So, uh, but yeah, so you now before we before we started, I know you said you wanted to talk about something. So uh, uh, let's go ahead and let the people have it, man. Again, you know, this is the Black Sun Podcast, you know, uh, talking about black popular culture, uh, black religiosity. Um, you know, pretty much who was it? Africa, Africa diaspora, story studies, uh, black liberation, you know, you name it, man, we're here. So um, again, I'll go ahead and let uh, Antoine go in and get started to see, you know, see what we can work out. I appreciate that. Um, so let's talk about accountability. And when I say accountability, I want to specifically talk about women. Women and their accountability. Because they don't seem to me, they don't seem to take enough of it. So let's let's get on that subject. What, okay. do, you, what do you what do you think? What so, do you think about that? Well, before I before I chime in, I want you to elaborate on what you mean by, um, you know, taking their accountability or them being more, being held more accountable for their actions and, and stuff like that. Okay, prime example. All right. So when I talk about accountability, 
Um, so say like uh, any relationship or marriage or even friendship. And, you know, say like uh, the opposite sex, you know, you got the guy, he might have done something and, you know, it kind of hurt the feelings and, they, you know, they're, they're pretty much they're pretty much stuck on that. Right. But um, if she comes around and she may have done something to that guy, then if when he speaks about it, it's like short lived, you know, well, prime example. Well, I, I, I apologize for this, but. But, you know, you, you you did this, you know, back three years ago. And it's just like, whoa, three years ago. Like, you know, it's just going way back. And I don't feel like they take enough accountability without rebuttal. So that's what I mean. So, I mean, would you think, would you consider it being a situation where uh, there's an issue with closure or finding closure or, or moving on? Like accepting that certain things happen in in that relationship or certain things happen between you two and it's now it's just a matter of uh getting over that emotional trauma that that i guess that that caused them to have those triggers or you know to keep bringing up or rehashing things do you think it's because of that or do you think it's just them just not caring (laughs) uh most of the time it's just them not caring and you know it could just be from me and personal experience but when i see and listen to other people in their relationships and just women talking um they just seem not to want to take full accountability it's, it's like they always gotta point the finger towards somebody else or the man or anything man i just don't get it like you ever been in a situation where women just don't you know the woman just won't take accountability but if she does it's always some rebuttal like but 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 so, like, is you ever been in that kind of situation? I mean, yeah. I mean, I think all of us have been in those type of situations. Um, I mean, honestly, I think it's because it's it's one of those things where, you know, when people come from different uh, walks of life or, you know, different life experiences have uh, shaped their perception of things. And it's because of that, that inability for us to articulate those different perceptions of what's going on you know I think that's what becomes more problematic you know I think I think a lot of it is because of uh, of certain you know like I said just certain things certain environmental influences that that for some reason has uh, created this inability of us to move forward when certain things occur between two individuals you know but I mean that's just me too but I get it like yeah definitely I, I mean I feel like everybody has had or is experiencing some of those uh, plights, you know, or issues. Yeah, I can see that. Um, do you feel like that's one of the reasons why um, people get married? I mean, people getting married is down. Um, I think I think the reason why a lot of people are not getting married now is because it it speaks to what's going on with. Uh, pop culture in the media you know society now is teaching us that uh, traditional uh, value systems such as um, husband wife children are are no longer the uh, the standards of a, of a standard household you know or it, it, you don't have to ascribe to those uh, those those uh, normative normativities or normative behaviors that I think I think some people think are you know this is how it's supposed to be, you know uh, you know 
even examples such as like polyandry becoming more popular now um individuals that want to have sister wives or brother husbands or whatever you know it's like now it's like uh it's it's becoming now where people are accepting that type of stuff now or swingers or you know just having what do they call it uh monogamous non-monogamous marriages or uh it's where like you know just anything you know they're, they're creating all these different um complexities that I think now is uh you know is now coming to the forefront you know I, I think that a lot of people are are accepting or acknowledging that they didn't want to be in a committed relationship to begin with but it's because society has told them that they had to be in this committed or what we perceive as being commitment as being this one one and one relationship where there could be uh, other possibilities yeah I know I said a lot right now. Nah, I mean that's good. I mean that was, that's very informative uh, information there. Um, to add on to it, man, um, social media. Social media has uh, definitely um, did a, a number on people taking accountability. Like, uh, what's that saying? Happy, happy wife, happy life. Like, why, why, why does it have to just be the the wife being happy? Why can't I can't demand be happy, you know, like and that and I feel like that's one of the reasons why that's part a big part of the reason why some a lot of women don't want to take accountability because they feel like society has trained everybody to be like, you know what, the woman's always right. Well, I think um, I think it also plays into the fact that again we 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 ascribe to these uh, these sociological. Um, I guess uh, terms that that have been you know placed upon us by academics and scholars and elites, where you know again we think you know we think in these binaries or you know just having these like misconceptions that you know it's a happy wife happy life type situation. Um, I think it's because we play into these beliefs that oh women are driven by Venus, men are driven by Mars. Or women are more emotional creatures, where men are more rational creatures. But and that's again, these are binary thinking processes that have to be abolished only because there are some men who are by nature more feminine in in, in being this, but they're not gay. Or there could be a woman who is more dominant or masculine in her beingness, but she's not gay. She doesn't like women. You know, she is attracted to men. It's just in her, how she's wired, she had, she is more dominant. And she might have to be with a submissive man to be, you know, and there has to be these, these uncomfortable conversations that we have to have. You know, I think some people are marrying or dating for the wrong reasons and Absolutely. and that's what's causing these uh these divorces or these 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 relationships that are not working because you're 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 ascribing to what the media or society is telling you that this is how this is supposed to work or everybody's relationship should be looking this way when in reality it's it's just you have to take it as a case-by-case basis i mean um but i think i just think that most of us are not trying to uh, make concessions and I think because we as people don't like to make those concessions that's what causes a lot of our issues but I think if we started to make concessions and and acknowledge the other person's uh, problems and ills I think that that right there alone could go a long way 
Yeah. Um, but I also do believe that society is teaching women that they don't have to be held as accountable for their uh, for their emotions and being able to channel those emotions and be more constructive. Um, hence the reason why it's it's not even frowned upon when you see a woman in public assault a man it's not even looked at as being this like oh she should be charged but as soon as a man even you know flicks a woman on her wrist you know type deal in, a, in an act of aggression is problematic now that doesn't go to say that what happened with the football player what's his name uh the one who just got uh oh the guy he's played for the jets right? yeah, yeah yeah he slammed his girl into the tv and yeah, stuff. No, that that's was, totally different yeah that's that's different that's, that's, that's pretty bad that, that's beyond um that that right there alone is, should not be tolerated. That's, and that's to think that's that what we not mean about uh, yeah, accountability. Yeah, yeah. And, and to think that uh, she was reporting the situation and was like, "Oh yeah, uh, this is not the first time that I've called law enforcement, but it, nothing had been done." And it, it just begs to it, it, it makes me wonder how many times did the NFL step in and intervene so that he could continue to play football? If that's the case, if it happened back then, I don't know. Of course, I'm just a stretch because I really don't look into that in a case like that. But, um, but yeah, I understand what you're talking about about accountability and closure. Definitely. Yeah. Um. Hey, like you said, uh, that was a that was a good bit of good information. Um, you just gave out, but I just I just wanted to put that out there because I don't think that is talked about enough. Um. I mean, as a man, you know, we always hear how a man's supposed to do this and how he's supposed to treat a woman and and we get that part like there's nothing wrong i i would love to treat a woman how i think uh like just try to give her the whole world you know what i mean like you do anything for her but it's just like yo like if i feel like i'm the only one that's always taking accountability you know always the one that's saying i'm wrong and you know always trying to do things to make it right yeah that's not gonna work for me been there done it and uh yeah it gets kind of old after a while you know what i'm saying so yeah i i i can't do that no more i just need for women to just step it up like they always tell us guys to step it up just like they say man up woman up own it eat it whatever you gotta do and move on. I promise you there'll be a lot more successful friendships, relationships, and marriages. Hey, heck, even when it comes down to business. You get what I'm saying? So, um, I know it's a lot of people may not have, you know, I might get a lot of feedback on, you know, women might try to say, oh, you just, you just coming down on women. Nah, we don't talk about this enough because I feel like, uh, when it comes to us men, I feel like uh, whenever we do open up, they say we should open up more, but then when we do open up more, uh, it's kind of like we get backlash. It's kind of like, wait a minute, you're, you're hitting you're hitting home, you're hitting sweet spots, so let, let, let me try to shut them up real quick. Get what I'm saying? Yeah, I mean, I think, I think it's a sign of um, a maturity, maturity or a lack of maturity. Uh, depending on you know who's party. Now I do want to throw a little you know wrench into it. Why not? Um, now are do you think that this is indicative to uh, race, or or do you also think that you know what I mean? Do you think it's like 
isolated pockets of this or do you think it's like uh do you think it's social economic you know like your boy kevin samuels <laughs> or do you think it's i mean or i mean what do you think i mean do you think it's uh the media social media you know i mean religion it plays, it plays a lot it plays a lot um into it um, well like when do you think this started to occur uh, um ooh. yeah so uh they may not want to hear this but yeah i think race plays a big part of it yeah i mean now when you say that do you mean are you talking as far as like do you feel as if that say women like white women or asian women do you believe that they are accountable do you think they hold themselves accountable or do you think that they're um you know the opposite um I mean, you know, there's all types of women who hold themselves accountable, but I mean, if we're going to be more specific, um, you know, just me personally dealing with a lot of uh, black women, um, you see it on a daily basis that, uh, and it it starts from, it starts from home, but I see it more so, I see a lot of it in black women, and it's not, it's not, I'm not trying to come specifically down on black women like that, but you know, if that's what I'm, if that's what I'm used to dealing with, then that's what I have to talk about. So um, I think I think it does start with the home and how they grew up. Um, yeah, because I mean, you, now nowadays, man, you got you got guys that are are not trying to hold some of these females accountable, especially our black women. Um, because they're, what do they call them these days? Simps? Yeah. Is that what they call them these days? Simps, yeah. I don't know, man. Yeah, I don't yeah. think you're using that term right now. Go ahead. <laughs> no, I mean, no. But, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's like they'll do anything just to, like, be with that woman, you know? And it's just like, dude, like, hold her accountable, man. If she if she, if she she leaves you or she don't want to talk to you again because you hold her accountable, then so be it, man. It's, so many other women out there, you know, whatever race they are, you know, black, white, Asian, you know, you name it, man. There's so many women out there, man. You just, and I get it. You might have strong feelings for this type of woman, but if she is, uh, you got to see those red flags. Uh, like, you know, I see on social media, all these, all these red flag posts and, and I, um, never have I once seen a post saying accountability. So that's, that's part of the reason why. Um, I want to come on here today and talk about accountability, specifically with women. Hey, I mean, I ain't mad at that. I mean, <laughs> I mean, like I said, I mean, I, I totally, like I said, I'm not in, I'm not in disagreement or anything. You know, I just, you know, it's just one of those things where I think that we as people don't want to be held accountable, regardless. It, well, yeah, I'll, absolutely. I'll say in the Western sense, I, I can't speak because I can't speak about what goes on worldwide, but. Culturally, in, in the United States, we as people do not want to be held accountable for our actions. And um, I think that that's just across the board. Uh, the fact that what's going on today politically is being linked to, like, somehow, somehow, they're still saying that this is President Obama's fault. Like, <laughs> I it's as if like it's as if you, there, those four years with Trump just did not exist. Like they literally, it's as if it went from Obama to Biden. Like they don't. It's as if Trump did not do anything to cause anything that's going on right now. Right? 
I find it so crazy. You know, again, this this whole situation with accountability. But I, I mean, I, I it, it's across the board this lack of accountability for our actions as Americans or the privilege that certain people have. You know, the Rittinghouse situation. It's the same thing. It's all of this stuff. It's 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 a uh, it's a cesspool of deception. I would say um, that you know that we and, and and we are a product of this as well. You know, as Black people. Um, I, I feel as, you know, when people are saying what's the most American thing, I would say it's the black person. Um, the creation of the, the Negro, if you want to be, I guess, was historically wants, correct. Right. right? <laughs> the, uh, the, the new Negro community, I guess you could say that, that occurred post-Reconstruction, uh, that emerged out of the ashes of, uh, you know, the emancipation, Right. So, I mean, it, it's one of those things where I, I think, you know, this whole, we were, we were holding ourselves accountable at one point as a community, and that's why we were making so many strides and uh, elevating ourselves to certain statuses. You know, I think, I think one of the major problems, again, is one of, even when, when you would think about, uh, like, the wash women in, 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 in times where they were actually protesting at one point for fair wages and stuff like that, the unification of of labor in home um you know i, I it, it speaks to you know the value system of that we lost somehow and and i i mean i can't really think of a i can't think of a better time when all of this stuff started to occur more was when after is during integration and you see this post uh this this post civil rights era of a black cultural life where it started to become uh, exploited mainstream in the 70s and the 80s. And then you started seeing this rise of individualism where they were telling black women that they didn't need the black men in the home because, hey, welfare, you know what I mean? And then they turn around and you got, you got, you got, what is it, Reagan's wife? Was it Reagan's wife who called her welfare queens or was it Reagan that called her welfare queens? Um, you know, little things like that. But I mean, <laughs> But it's it's one of those things where it's like they they created this this system of which it it That's doesn't it doesn't you don't have to be held accountable when you have subsidized housing and rent you know what I mean where they don't they're not telling you okay you have to you can stay in a section eight housing for a certain amount of time but then you got you got to have a job you know what I'm saying you got to show me they doing it now yeah. where you have to show these projects and stuff like that. But it's one of those things where I think I think one of the major problems is the situation that we have when it comes to uh, the development of this the way of individuality individualism, and um, I mean when it's when you're talking about this accountability of women, you know I, I think it really does speak to that uh, the situation where uh, women have had the, have had this the situation where they've been forced to uh not be able to uh unify or with their black with their black men you know it's one of those things where it's like the government's telling them that that doesn't they cut that off you know they cut that you don't have to have any discussions with this black man anymore because we right. got you you know that's, that's, that's exactly so now what they're I like i can about. do it all by myself right. i don't need you anymore you know but i think it's because our society is teaching that you know ultimately but um but i mean now now there are some deadbeat dudes. Let's just be honest, man. There's there's a lot of dudes out there, man. Yeah, that just um, you know they they just don't deserve they don't deserve the life that they have uh, 
birthed into this world. They, they don't. They don't have. They should not have the privilege to be, even be considered a father. I'll say that, and I'm not even a dad yet. But there are those people out there that are just the worst of the worst, and they give all people that bad name and that stigma has stuck um, you know and it sticks to any and all you know and it's like you could be a really great stand-up guy and you know like they they call you a simp right but in her mind right, right. she thinks he might not be cheating on me right now but in five years i'm gonna gain about 13 20 30 pounds and he's gonna run out with me and sleep with the secretary so I might as well just go ahead and burn this bridge right now, go ahead and put him on child support and keep it moving because I'm going to be by myself anyway. And again, but I think that's what society is told. That's crazy. You know, they're saying statistically crazy, that they're thinking in their mind, they're thinking the likelihood of you staying around. And, and it speaks to like we were talking about the other week about the whole redlining thing, right? You know, and when it comes about like the housing and living, you know, women assess men like that too. So they're looking at you and saying, what are the probabilities of you going to jail, <laughs> right? So they're like, their whole thing in their mind is like yeah. thinking like, okay, let me, you know, he might end up going to jail in the next 15 years. I just don't know. Like, you know, he ain't, it ain't like he has a steady job. You know, his job is all right. You know, he's working at a plant. The plant might close sooner or later, so I can't really bank on that money right now. So in their mind, they're already thinking like, they already got an escape goat. They already got a bag packed. A metaphorical bag already packed because in their mind they're already like well i can already get back on the system that's why they won't let you live with them you know what i'm saying the system already got that set up so i mean but the accountability i think is because again you know like you were saying yeah i mean um you touched up on something that i, I did want to bring forth to the table um and again um speaking on women black women specifically um I challenge them, challenge them to uh, take accountability. And uh, when I say this, like you said, don't get me wrong, there are some men out there who are just like trash, they're just sorry. But um, especially uh, black men. Um, do, do black women feel like they kind of hold black men, you know? down a little bit you know um i know a lot of black women say hey you know we're a big reason why they're successful but also will they take accountability that they are a big uh, part of why they're not successful like like you was talking about um government now the government yeah they come up with all kind of you know rules and regulations and stuff like that these like um, we don't come up with this stuff, but to be honest with you, I think that they give more so, you know, the women tools to use to keep the man down. See what I'm saying? So I can see that to a degree. I mean, yeah. especially when you're when you're thinking about uh, the way child support is set up and. <laughs> You know how uh, typically in most states, regardless of the financial or living, whatever conditions or whatever is going on in the household, typically they're they're going to give custody to the mother. Uh, regardless, you I mean you could you could be your well stand out whatever, but they're gonna give it to that as mother. long as the mom is not as <laughs> on mentally stable. What's that? Yeah. Mean? That's debatable yeah, right there. Yeah. I mean, because they can still be on drugs. I mean, and they'll probably still give it to the mother. You know, she'll just have to go to rehab where they'll they'll drug test her or whatever. Or a caseworker will come by. 
they're gonna get that child of that mother probably. I mean, more than likely, unless the mother is just like, you know what, I don't want them. I don't. Yeah, I don't. Want I don't want them. They can't have them. Right. You know, which has happened to some people. You know, uh, but you know, but it's it's one of those things. where not? Yeah. So I think it is like you said. Those are one of those safeguards, and I think that that I think that that can also produce a uh, I guess a sense of fear. Um, when it comes to uh, black men or men in general, because yeah. it's like they always have that constant fear of one day she can't pack up and leave with my children, and I can't do anything about it because technically it's not kidnapping. <laughs> so it's like, and then you're just stuck. Like it's like literally they have that kind of power, um, which again, like you said, that can speak to them. You know what is it? The lack of accountability, right? You know, like especially like felt. Like the failed relationship or the marriage, like instead of just saying, "Look, it didn't work out," you know, um, let's just let's just be mutual about things. Uh, that that anger, it's like they gotta get payback. I gotta make this man suffer, and they and they know that the, the, this guy might be a, you know, a, a good a, a good dad or a great dad. It's just you know, just maybe not didn't work out, you know, relationship-wise, and those tools that they're given, sort of say, by the government, because let's face it, when it comes to um, court system, like you saying, more so the woman gets more of an edge, so, like, that, they'll use those tools to kind of, like, you know, or ain't kind of, they, they'll use the tools to, to break a man down, like, to the teeth, you get what I'm saying, so... That's why I want to challenge women to take accountability for um, making things even worse, especially when it comes to a guy. And it just didn't work out. So, women, if you listen out there, listen to us. Trust me, I'm not the only man who's saying this. I'm not the only man who feels like this. Just please take accountability. If it didn't work out, it just didn't work out. You don't have to. You don't have to take it out on him financially and you know with the kids and all that stuff because i promise you it just it'll just make things a lot worse trust me i'm i'm a living testimony and um you know it took me a while to you know finally figure out how life is supposed to be when you are in that kind of situation but i'm in a spot now where i'm good and you know you just learn from life lessons Life lessons. Yeah, I ain't mess with that too much. I ain't touch you on that. I ain't touch you on that. Nah. Um, so we're gonna take a, a quick little interlude or whatever. But I'm gonna I'm come back. Like I said, we're gonna come back and uh, give you a little bit more. Um, you know, like I said on the Black Sun podcast on the second segment, um, we might pick back up on the women and accountability. But we're gonna uh, pick something up else up too. So I got an idea. So. Um, stay tuned. We'll be back in a couple of minutes. All right. Peace. Yo, so it's the, um, what is it? The part two, right? So I, I wanted to spice it up a little bit on this one to go around. Also, I mean, I, I, I guess I was waiting on my co-host to come, but sadly, he's a little bit more delayed. So we're going to just have to keep on rolling on. But so let's see accountability. 
Now, we were talking about accountability recently, uh, or previously talking about women, right? So let's go ahead and talk about accountability as far as this government is concerned. <laughs> well, now I would say I would say pol- policies, right? Policy, political policies uh, here in America, especially when it comes to the Kyle Rittinghouse uh, case. And uh, I, I really think that we should start coining a term for it, right? Um, I don't know what is it. How how can I let me let me come up with a term off the top of my head? And I, I mean, this might stick, but I don't. See, but uh, what is it? Uh, Eurocentric, e- what is it? Eurocentric vigilantism. <laughs> Eurocentric vigilantism. I think, I think I should, yeah, that, that should be it. That should be it. Is because, that what they calling it now? No, no, that's what I'm calling it. I'm calling it Eurocentric vigilantism because it's, it's, it's one of those, uh, and, and, and we're not talking about uh, Arrow here, people. <laughs> I mean, let's just be honest. We're not talking about Arrow. Even though Arrow does kill people. That's real talk. No, Arrow's a murderer. I just want to put that out there, man. That may be... He be clapping people with, the, with those um, those boy arrows, man. Um, but not on a serious note. But yeah, seriously. Eurocentric vigilantism. I really do believe that that is what is at, what, what's at play right now. And, and it speaks to this whole situation with the uh, the Ku Klux Klan, and and I do believe that that's where it has roots. Uh, it has roots in the uh, the the uh, what is it the uh, the uh, slave uh, slave patrols. Um, you know, it has things on that type of nature where uh, the mob, the lynchings that that have, that have occurred throughout uh, history, throughout America. I do believe that it speaks to this this desire to of, of certain eurocentric or white people to control uh, the masses uh, with fear you know but also it's they believe that this is their land and they're protecting their land and their reality by all costs by all means by all necessary uh, measures so when you see the Rittinghouse situation and how they approached it as it was self-defense it's really interesting and i and i look at it as and i put it in the analogy of uh you ever go to the situation where at the zoo right and i put and i know this is kind of off the off the wall but you think about with the zoo and you think about with an elephant right and say if you're at the zoo and the zookeeper is feeding the elephants and you have this young male elephant that is just having a mood that day right and and, and everybody knows that elephants having that mood that day and this trainer in particular that elephant just cannot stand that trainer because that elephant has been traumatized because that trainer has been secretly shocking him when nobody's looking, right? So on this particular day, this elephant's like, fuck it, I had enough. So he ends up killing the trainer. You know what usually is gonna happen to that elephant? The elephant's probably gonna get put down, right? Now, 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 never mind are we not gonna ask the, the question of, why the fuck is the elephant there in the first place? Now, I like going to the zoo like everybody else, but I also understand that I don't have to go to the zoo. Like, it's, we don't have to have elephants that are from Africa that should not even be in North America here for our gaze. But then you're gonna force it to conform to the way we want to gaze it looking like. No, 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 we don't wanna look at the elephant in its, in its aggressive, dominant demeanor, it's powerful. Uh, you know, if no, 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 we need to see a broken down elephant with a point where it could just stand still so we can take pictures. We don't need that elephant to be aggressive. We don't need the gorillas to be aggressive. Here's the reason why they killed what is it, Harambe as well. You know, it's one of those things. No, no, no. Never mind the fact that 
we shouldn't even have it to begin with it shouldn't be there in this enclosure to begin with or we're gonna make it look comfortable right so i believe it's the same situation when you look at uh with with the uh ridding house the eurocentric vigilantism and all this historical nature they believe that we are their animals to play with and toy with at their disposal and that they can kill us whenever we get out of line because again this is their reality and their so it's one of those things where Reading House goes to an area that is, they claim self-defense because somebody threw a bag at them, right? But again, it's the prosecution situation in its own because the way that they charged it, the way that they worded their their, their case. Now, they the, the, the fact that the, the defense was able to corner and harness in on this self-defense situation, that's the situation where there's no accountability. Because once they've established that his stance is self-defense, well, then that's that's what the case is going to be about. They're not arguing anything else. Him going across state lines and all this other kind of stuff that's neither here nor there. Because I was, I, I read up somewhere they're talking about like in the state of Wisconsin, there's like this gray area in the law where they're saying, oh no, a kid of age 17 can have a long nose rifle. It can't be a sawed off or something like that. They don't specify the caliber. Or what type of law? Yeah, there's no specifics in the in the in the in the in the law. So they found a loophole. Now, I'm. It's one of those things where I, I look at certain like states, like Wisconsin, like I, um, Iowa, Utah, North and South Dakota. I'm not going. Like it's one of those things where they call it the last frontiers and all this other kind of stuff for a reason. These people are crazy. Like, it's one of those things where it's like they've been left to their own devices out there in the wild, wild west, or whatever you want to call it. And it's like there's there's certain areas that have been untapped by uh, what you would consider urbanized living or contemporary or modernity. So when you look at places in like, it, it's not going to look like L.A. It's not going to look like Miami. They're not going to be as progressive in, in their policy making because... It's not every day that they have a bunch of rioters coming around, you know, doing what they did in this small town. So it, it, it's, it's people have to put that in context, too. It's like Ferguson is totally different. I mean, but when you look at again, even Ferguson had to deal with that. They were not prepared. These, these type of towns that only have like populations of like a thousand, three thousand people. You literally just tripled their population overnight. Yeah. I mean, it is like. You don't think that that's going to cause panic, frenzy, all this kind of stuff? Like, I'm not justifying any of it. But it's one of those things where I, have to, I, I tell people this Eurocentric vigilantism. Because, again, what they're, what, they're putting, what they're doing is they're putting this power in the hands of civilians who are not trained to do anything. Um, it's the same thing with uh, what's going on here in Georgia. Uh, what's his name? Uh, with Ahmaud Arbery. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, again, that's Eurocentric vigilantism at its finest. You literally chased him down in a truck. Like, I mean, man, we've we've seen this play out multiple times where he'll probably get uh, off. They'll probably get off. Like, okay, for example, and I posted this yesterday on my Instagram because I'm. If nobody knows, I've been posting these these daily uh, calendar things that that have happened about um, um, inhumane occurrences that have happened. It's through the Equal Justice Project. So it's not like I'm coming up with most of this off the top of my head. No, I'm actually copying it from a calendar. Now, there are some I do create my own sidebar. But so in 1948, a black man named Robert Mallard is lynched in front of his family by a mob of 20 white men in Lyons, Georgia. 
Now, the crazy thing about this is, and I'm going to read this real quick. It says, GBI agent subsequently showed up at Mallard's funeral and arrested Amy Mallard, his wife, for his murder. They detained her for nine hours before letting her go, although five white men surrendered in the case and two were indicted. No one was ever convicted for the crime since the county dropped the charges. Mallard's family moved to Buffalo, New York, and, the, and it's alleged that the KKK burnt down their home in Lyon. Now, now this is in 1948, right? Shot them. They, they, they actually, the way that they got them, where they actually stopped them in the street and shot them, shot into the car and killed them type deal, right? But they accused the wife of doing some stuff to them. It, 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 I mean, the list goes on. I mean, it's one of those things where, um, okay, another situation. In 2010, now people remember this. Former police officer James Bernard Fowler pleads guilty to, to the 1965 murder of civil rights activist Jamie Lee Jackson in Marion, Alabama, and is sentenced to six months in jail. Six months in jail. I mean, just think about that. I mean, it's one of those things where, another one, a mob of at least 700 white men and women lynches two black boys, 15-year-old Ernest Collins and 16-year-old Benny Mitchell in Colorado County, Texas. This is in 1935. The boys were held in Houston after arrest until they had to return to Columbus for a trial. While the sheriff was transporting the two, several cars filled with white arm with with armed white men stopped them on a bridge, crossing and demanded the two lynch boys. The sheriffs handed them over. Immediately, the white mob brought Ernest and Benny to a live oak tree, about a mile from the from the young white girl's home, and prepared to kill them. Now, it was alleged that they killed a white girl or whatever, but the only reason why that they were accused of it because so happily they were like picking fruit or something like that, pecans or something like that in the area. The only reason why they, they accused them of it, right? So it's one of those things where it's this whole, I'm going to get justice because clearly the law is not going to do it correctly the way we want it to be done. So we're going to get and get justice in our own, take justice in our own manner, in our own life. So, it, I mean, it's even like, um, like there's that there's that case where the white armed militia actually ran a lot of the black uh, people out of the town in Wilmington, North Carolina, um, in 1898. They called it a American coup. <laughs> they, this is crazy. But again, the the the, the armed white residents take a political they take political control over Wilmington, North Carolina by killing dozens of black people and forcing 2,000 black residents to flee the majority black city at gunpoint. Now again, all of this kind of stuff is Gestapo tactic tactics that again it creates this environment of Eurocentric vigilantism where they believe as if they are the judge, jury, and um, prosecution, right? Is that what it is? I can't remember. <coughs> I think that is it. <coughs> what do you think about that? Um, this whole situation to me is uh, its definitely crazy. Um, you know, what I've been seeing on social media is, uh, and I'm having a hard time processing when it comes to this situation, is when people say justice is suffered. What do they mean by that? justice is served like I'm, I'm, I'm having a hard time 
understanding what 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 needed to be served like uh about this whole situation um i mean i've even i've even i heard about um people saying oh why are people so mad that uh he took out you know some some people that were uh, rapists and this and that and the third i'm like well did, when he killed him did he know all this information you know what i'm saying so i'm just trying to figure out what justice was served can you you know help me out with that i'm well, I mean, well, you know, that's kind of, I think that's one of the, the legal jargon that they like to say, right? I mean, it's one of those things where I don't understand. And why was it? I don't understand the charges. And see that? I don't understand the charges. But again, once you claim the line of self-defense, it's all a matter of prosecution having to prove self-defense of what though otherwise what is, what was he what was he he's defending? in fear for his life okay and then there's video so, footage of somebody throwing stuff at him and all this other kind of stuff and so there's another story that it, um if they would have got that, i think they should have got him for uh what is it aggravated assault or deadly weapon or voluntary manslaughter or did he have family members that were like close by with a store or something like that? Yeah, That's he was what... supposed to have been protecting something like his dad or something like that, or I don't know, something like that. He's protecting, protecting some church or something. Because I heard his, 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 I think his parents or grandparents had a store nearby. Yeah, but that, again, that's that, that's that Eurocentric vigilantism again, because again, he's not a licensed, trained um, police or he's not security. Nothing in that nature, and that—that's what—that's what a vigilante does. They—they they feel as if that the the legal system or the legal channels that have been developed uh, do not apply to them because clearly it's not going to work. They're not—they're um, not moving fast enough. So I have to take matters in my own hands. Um, and, and it's don't now. One of the bigger things, and this is why I call it Eurocentric vigilantism, is because if a black person does that or if any minority does that, I guarantee they will be arrested prior to, they will be put in handcuffs prior to, uh, you know, when, until they assess the situation, right? Because they're going to make, he might be flighty. Yeah, he they're, might be. They're going to disarm you. I mean, it's one of those things where y'all can look this up too. There's a video of uh, two, two guys, a black guy and a white guy. They wanted to do a test. They wanted to walk down, walk down a street, a busy street, with a with like an assault rifle, and this is legal in the area that they're in. And they wanted to see what would happen, what just what would happen. And y'all can look at this video. Y'all look at it, it's crazy that where the white guy walks, nothing really happens. You know, it's like people get stared. The black guy doesn't walk down the street no more than ten minutes, man. He got cops swarming him. Oh yeah. Hey, where you going with that? Man, let me yeah. see some ID. You know, where, where you doing with that gun? You know, like it's like it's do you all have, of a sudden. Do you, do you have, have a right? Yeah. Do you have? Do you have a? Do you have a carrier? Do you have yeah. a permit? All of a sudden, it was like all this like it was a Spanish Inquisition, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But but it speaks to this whole again. Um, and, and I think that Eurocentric vigilantism also extends into the police force as well, because clearly we do see where you have these. Uh, again, you have these. What is it, Barney? Corn balls. These, these, these little yeah. small. These little small. Like um, now, 
again, we all know that there was these guys in high schools and stuff like that that got picked at or whatever, yeah. and all of a sudden or they became cops, yeah. right? Yeah. And then not that you know, they see the old the X star football player that ain't did shit with his life. All of a sudden, he picks him up from the DUI, and he's like, you know what, man? It's my time to shine right now. <laughs> <laughs> all the time you was picking at me in high school, I'm gonna get your yeah. ass now. So yeah. it's like, oh yeah, they got you now because yeah. like, oh they got you with that DUI. So it's like all of a sudden they'll get it up. They want they want you to escalate so they can start whooping on your ass because it's like oh they they they've been waiting to give you this ass whooping like they like that's why they all say give me a reason boy like, that's the first thing that'll come out right like just give me a reason they've been wanting to whoop your ass like they've been wanting to whoop somebody's ass for something that happened to them longer today like they're just like it's all a matter of time when seeing somebody fucks up and it's like oh they can they, they can take it out on them and um so I, I mean but I also think it, it speaks to a lot of that too. What do you think is what do you think is a uh solution for all this and be real like you know um i'm not for one for like just you know oh i gotta take somebody's life away but i mean what do you think should could happen or should happen for people to see you know the other side of things like what if you know what if other minorities start doing the same thing then what? Well, that's what then we what? need to do. Then what? That's what we need. Like, ultimately, I mean, well, I've already told people, like, it's one of those things where you have all these small little towns and stuff like that in these rural areas that only have, like, a 1,000 or 3,000 people in their, in their population. Why wouldn't a large segment of the population who live in these condensed, uh, heavily populated uh crime-infested urbanized centers like you know like like these mecca you know these mecca towns here why wouldn't you just go ahead and just like move to those areas and overtake them so it's like you can slowly you can literally slowly change the environment of an area just by migrating and i think that now you're gonna get pushback clearly i mean because it's one of those things oh, yeah, where, absolutely. I mean, what is it what happened with the carpetbaggers and stuff like that where they were they were trying to move down south from the north to try to offshoot the vote through the reconstruction i mean now but again that's what they're doing they're, they're already rezoning they're already rezoning these areas to fuzzle you out anyway you might as well go into go into the regions where none of that kind of stuff is happening you know if you're moving outside of these urban areas they can't cut you off like that because you're moving to these areas where zoning wouldn't exist because there's only like one zone yeah like it's just one little you know what i'm saying so it's like you're, you're not you're not splitting the vote you would have that one delegation person versus like here in like Atlanta. you know you have like four or five different like alderman type individuals in like just a small area because there's so many people so it's like i mean i believe you can just kind of you gotta play you gotta play that game yeah that's but, what i said what do you like? but i also feel like you know this I also feel like the government, the way that our structure, I guess our institution is set up, like our constitution and everything, it's not going to help too much change. I've said that before, so I've said that in another episode. <laughs> I think they say, you know, well, I'm, I'm not going to go down that one right now. Man. Not right now. <laughs> no, 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 I mean, but, I mean, but no, but basically, you know, I'm just trying to get people to understand that, you know, the constitution was not written by us or for us, so therefore it's not going to help you or support it's not meant to support you. It's meant to pacify you and keep you docile. Things are meant to be upgraded, right? Well, yeah, of course. I so mean, why why are they, why are they so scared to upgrade? But yeah, now you're becoming an insurgent. You know, 
that's people don't understand that like no like no real talk like look up the definition of an insurgent and tell me what you see and, and it's one of those things where if you look at the definition of an insurgent um people if any civil rights activist would have been considered an insurgent of their time because they're going against what the government or the, the regime current regime wants. that that's all that is somebody who's going against the government so it's like anybody that wants to and, and, and again as a republic it wants to protect itself as well so it's just like any other empire well you know america is the manifestation of the byzantine and the roman empire anyway but whatever um, it just transplanted regions but, um, but it's just one of those things where once you start to really understand what an empire wants and a republic surviving at any means necessary and if that means um, not holding certain individuals accountable that's what's going to happen I mean it's one of those things where we all know they don't care about black and brown bodies because only we're the, we're the only ones that want to change it like literally we're the only people that, that would truly benefit from the changing or the alteration of the constitution like if you really think about it because it would it would it would force them to actually have to put policy in place that would protect people because of, based off of their ethnicity and their cultural uh, beings, right? Like, right now, we just have, like, little amendments here and there that we have to keep voting on, and uh, we just have to keep voting on them as years come up, you know, type deal. But it's, like, it's not really changed, per se, you know? But I also feel like the reason why they won't do that because then we'll actually be able to sit down and read what's actually in it. Like, we'll actually be able to read and decipher things and vote on certain legislations. I'm like, you know what? I don't think that's going to work. But it's like, I don't think most minorities, and I'm, a, I'm guilty of this. Like, I've never read the whole Constitution. Like, have you? No, absolutely I mean, not. but it's like, but if you were, if you, if they told you that you had a say in the development of it, you might be more inclined to read it. You know, but it's like, now they're just like, here, this is it. You know, and, that's your that's your bylaw. Take it or leave it, right? And then now, even when they're passing policies now, these bylaws and these little amendments, it's like when they pass some of this legislation, the legislation packets be like 900 pages, and then they, and they'll give it to them like an hour before there's time to vote, like or like they literally will dump it on their desk like an hour before it's time to vote, and then they'll be like, oh yeah, this is what we're voting on. Right. This whole book, like. Read it, <laughs> and it's like you ain't got time. Why not give me months or years? I mean, look, they don't want that because again, it keeps the, it keeps the uh, that lack of accountability moving forward. I mean, even with this whole um, Cal Rittinghouse situation, again, he's getting off of he's getting off because of technicality. Now, I guarantee they're gonna make changes now, uh, but neither here nor there. I, he needed to be found not guilty only because now the families can take him up for a civil suit. Yep. All I'm saying is I do believe they'll make they can get, they can bank off of this. Whatever. Did he get recorded for the for the whatever? They can literally He's take probably, the proceeds off of him recording this whole documentary or whatever. Probably gonna make millions of dollars off. And they can and they can take and they can take all of it the same way they did OJ, right? <laughs> oh man, that's it's, it's it's almost like it's <laughs> true. <laughs> Yo, it's almost like, like again, that accountability comes into play. But uh, <laughs> um, oh, man, OJ, who was that? Who was that young black lady who, who uh, he, she killed, um, she killed her, her rapist. 
Oh she's, yeah, yeah. And she's trying to, you know, self defense, self defense. Yeah. But they, 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 they charge her with like a life sentence, right? But when this dude comes around, he says self defense. He gets off. See, and this is this is the part people. What don't um, what want state was she in? And see, that's that's the only reason why yeah. I say that. It's only the and that's the only thing that I I was like I was telling some other people before. I was like, I think one of the issues that we have in America and it's pop culture too. In social media and the media period they don't educate people the differences between state local and federal law and and, and and it all the matters of which which level of which level of the courts of which should be being tried and that that's one of the that that means something and again the judge as well because the judge that was in power who who, who well that's what I'm, I mean, I meant to say he felt as if he was in power like that man was like again this is that this 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 I, this mindset of this is my courtroom nothing's gonna go on this courtroom until I say so hence, hence the reason why he let him draw straws like it was like it was this he literally was like whipping out this metaphorical phallus uh, of, and just like whipping it around the courtroom like I'm the big you know whatever in I'm charge I'm the big kahuna you know what I'm saying? I'm Moby Dick in this bitch. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's one of those things where he was like, nah, he's doing his thing. Like, he was flexing his power. That's why he did what he did. And, um, and, and again, he, 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 he applauded it. But again, you gotta look at where he's from. And it's one of those things where he condones that Eurocentric vigilanteism in that area. I mean, there's, there's, I was told that there's places in Utah that if you were a person of color, you shouldn't go at night. Yeah. As Christian as they are, right? <laughs> I mean, but I was told they're very friendly in the daytime. <laughs> but I was told that at night, you better bleed. Or I mean, even places in like, like I said, in like, um, what is it, um, North and South Dakota. I mean, yeah, I was. I mean, I was told like by people who've traveled abroad. Now I haven't gone out that way, but of course I don't want to. But it's just one of those things where I was told like, listen, there's places in those areas that they're very racist. There's Jeez, pockets of racism because it's like they haven't been. They haven't been, uh, what is it, uh, introduced to certain elements or certain peoples. So it's like when you have these massive protests and riots that happen, because there, of course, you know, these areas, there's like maybe like a, a 5% African-American population or something like that. So, you know, yeah, I mean, some places like, oh yeah, that's a pocket, right? So it's like, yeah, if somebody dies in one of these, these type of areas, and then it's like you have these droves of all these city folk or whatever you want to call it coming in. There's a sense of fear among them, and then they condone these vigilantes. So it's like it's even where um, they just don't want to change. Another example of this is with the borders. I know this is a sidebar, but with the border, with the southern borders, where they these vigilante men are literally riding up and down in their like four by four jeep trucks and stuff with like assault rifles and shotguns, literally hunting down people trying to uh, sneak over the border. Isn't there like a TV show on that or something? I want to say. But they, but they condone it though. I mean, but it's 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 crazy. Like it's so like when people seen that whole that whole thing with the uh, the whips with the horses with the Haitians and stuff, right? People were so appalled by that, and I'm like, dude, that's that's Texas. Like, <laughs> like I just need you to know, man. Texas is different. It's different, like, man. It's, it's yeah. a different beast, man. Yeah. And it's like. And I'm not even I'm not condoning that at all because I feel like it's jacked the hell up. Like I I mean, but it's again if could you I, imagine if we did that? 
what I don't imagine it because again they don't look at us as being human and, and or they they believe that we're some type of superhuman being that 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 doesn't feel pain that we have like this like this this ability to endure yeah, I mean history is why they'll shoot a man 10 times I'm like there's no way you can tell me this man is still standing and you shot him 20 times you can't tell me that your finger couldn't have left off, lifted off that trigger. He was done after the first shot. I mean, let's just be honest. I'm not, I mean, it's not like the man was wearing a bulletproof vest or anything like this. And it's like, you condone it. It's like, no, they wanted to kill that man. They've been wanting, again, I go back to this whole thing with all like, give me a reason. They want to kill you. Yeah. Like, they, they're trained to kill. Don't get me wrong. You know, they're not trained to disarm. No, yeah, they, they want to take you out. They want, they're trained to kill. You know, because again, they're not trying. The, the police departments are not wanting to properly train people with that type of restraint and to the ability to control their breathing, to to to, the to not, channel not long and, and actually do what they got to do. What is it, six months training? Now, I also I have another rebuttal on that. And again, I'm just speaking vicariously because clearly I'm not in the military, I'm not law enforcement, and all this other kind of stuff. However. I do believe that if you are a part of the world's police, which is the military, why wouldn't you want to come back and become a law enforcement in your local town? That's all I'm saying. I'm, that's all. I'm, or I'll even put another one. I'm like, you have a lot of NFL or not a college athlete that that they don't go to the NFL. You got a six foot five, three hundred man in shape, run a five foot forty. All I'm, I mean, all I'm just saying is this man. I mean, all I'm just, listen. That man is in shape. Why can't he be a cop? Oh, you know what they want to do? Oh no, 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 no. They don't want to do that. They want to start becoming club promoters, or you know, they want to start doing their own little whatever. You know, or I'm, all I'm trying to say is there's ways in which you can have uh, uh, building certain law enforcement in these areas that can help people. Um, there's no excuses. And, be, and there's no excuses for videos like what happened to Ricky Williams some years ago in Texas. I said this in another podcast episode too. Go look that up whenever y'all have a chance. Look that up. Ricky Williams is just walking in Texas. Now, everybody knows who this man is, right? And you should know if you're a Texas Longhorn fan, you would know who you he know. is, right? Yeah, of course. Go look at that video and look how these cops treated him before they found out who he really was. It's 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 amazing. He almost died. Like he probably would have died that day. Like literally, if he would have made a false move, they probably would have shot and killed this man. But just because, and, and, and nobody, and people know that Ricky Williams suffers from, uh, he has like mental health issues. Yeah, like high He's admitted that. He's admitted that. Like, you know, he, he admits that he also smokes marijuana. Everybody knows this, this isn't a secret. I ain't saying it illegal, but I'm just saying we all know that that's the case. I mean, it's one of those things where it's that they want control. I mean, and um, they don't want to be held accountable. And if 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 if, the, if if our nation doesn't want to hold the majority accountable, I can't expect the minority to do the same. You know what I'm saying? Like, I can't expect I can't expect black women or anybody else to hold themselves accountable if if you're saying that the standard, which is the white man in America, is not holding him his own self accountable yeah, who, will, right? who, who else will like why why else should i like we, i want to i want to be like you like that's kind of what our mentality is it's like we want to be like them we want to be like mike right, like, right. it's like we all we always want to be like the others but it's like well, why can't i do that why can't we do this 
I don't I don't think it should be done period like it's like the the, the conversation shouldn't be well what if that was a black man carrying the, the, the assault rifle take y'all asses home I'm just saying like take your ass home shouldn't have been out there to begin with there should have been no guns out there to begin with but it's like nobody talks about how like in ferguson they were shooting rubber bullets at people you know trying to get them to go home or you know doing things like that the cops are doing this type stuff you know they were saying like and with with, with ridding house they said there was like gunfire going off all over the place people were running around frantic I mean, it's like they had to play. They had to put all of that kind of stuff in the context with him. But if they're peacefully protesting, why, 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 why should they? Well, I already said protesting is not effective, but that was another episode. Listen, but why should they have to go? Protest is not effective. All I'm trying to say at this point, we have to realize that draw some attention though. There, there, there might end up being a. um, I wouldn't say a civil. There's going to end up Civil being. War. There's going to end up being a. Uh, I would say more of a, uh, a cold war. But I think it's going to be more so. I think the war is actually going to be fought more digitally than it is physically. And I only say that only because of uh, the rise of cryptocurrency and all this other kind of stuff. What, what's the other thing they call it now with the drawings and stuff? Um, NFTs. Yeah. I, I honestly, I think that that's where it's going to be fought and fought at this point because um, start hurting people's pockets. It's yeah, changed. I mean that's what it, it is. Cha- it I mean, changed the whole. Yeah, I mean because if you're no longer uh, if you're no longer banking on the central banking systems and all this other kind of stuff that we have, just, you know, that we operate ourselves under, you know, these central banking systems once they once they collapse and crash, I mean, uh, the power is out of their hands. But we're still holding on to it because you know cash is still king, right? Absolutely. Depending on who you at, because I mean, there's some restaurants now that don't even take cash at all, and you you have to pay via Apple Pay. Like they won't even take a card. Like you literally have to pay with your phone completely. That's crazy. Now, I think some people were saying they were doing that because of like tax reasons. It was like some way they can get around. Like like that's why they don't let you do cash. Why some people only were only taking cash app or something like that because you don't have to do the taxes or whatever. But now cash app has to jump on board and all this other kind of stuff. So, but um, crazy stuff though, man. So you think you think um, you think uh, what's going to happen in the Aubrey case is going to happen? You think they're going to get off? Yep. Why? Why? I mean, nah, they ain't getting off. <laughs> <laughs> nah, they ain't no, getting off. I, you don't think? You don't, you don't think so? I mean, the only thing about it's it's one of those things where they're going to say I'm, they're going to say this they're gonna, the they're, elephant thing too. Though, they're going to say why was he why was he just going in a random house? Well it's, well it's not it's not even that it's even like with the um it's kind of like, it's one of those things like yeah of course it's like i'll go into somebody's like i don't understand how i i said i was i was trying to ponder this this morning because i didn't know how i could say it but it was like because you know they always say curiosity killed the cat right in, in today's world no the cat is killing curiosity <laughs> let's just be honest like i mean um basically <laughs> Curiosity clearly, I mean, is is a metaphor for something that can kill you, right? But at this point, it's like, oh no, no, no! I can be curious and still kill what that was, like because oh, I feared after I found out that I shouldn't have touched it, or I shouldn't have poked the bear, but I can kill it now. Like you know what I'm saying? It's like, like I know I messed up, but 
oh, but I, I can use deadly force, even though I know I messed up. Like, that's jacked up. It's crazy. Like, the fact that you bit off more than you can chew, it you feel like that that gives you the right to kill this person because now you're fearful because you know you fucked up. But now it's like, okay, I can kill him because now I fear for my life. It, never mind that he feared for his life, and that's why he even engaged you in the beginning with because you literally were tracking him down in a truck. All I can remember is that what was that movie, uh, A Time to Kill? I don't know if y'all ever you remember that movie. You remember that movie, A Time to Kill, Samuel Jackson? It reminds me of that. Like it really does remind me of that. But it all it, it speaks further to there are multiple cases where um, there's been cases where men have been black black people have been lynched or drugged from the back of a pickup truck. And it's happened here in Georgia. And you don't think that Aubrey or, or somebody in his family has told him some of these stories? I'm just saying. It's one of those things where it's like, he feared for his life. That's why he was running. It's like, let him run. It's, it's one of those things where that, 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 um, the Eurocentric vigilantism, it, it doesn't permit the person to give up that power that they think that they have. Like, it's like you're not a cop at this point anymore because he was a cop at one point but he, he wasn't one now but it's one of those things where it's like he felt as if he was entitled to do this whole yeah, citizen's they, arrest they're because gonna, they're gonna use this is my town my power i am not gonna let this black boy yeah. come in my on my street and be a and be a you know whatever nuisance we're gonna put an end to this ourselves because clearly they're gonna, they're gonna, the law enforcement is not gonna do anything about it they're gonna talk about how decorated he was but it's, you know, it's they, uh, they, gotta, you know, they gotta find some way to spice it's it. It's crazy, man. I mean, of course I'm gonna I'm gonna go for your gun. Like you pointed at me. Like it's like what the fuck, man. Like it's <laughs> it's crazy though, man. Like oh, I was fearful. Oh, so you again? It goes to show again. They're trying to paint this narrative that black people are are what we are what we lack what fear. We don't fear, so they fear us because that gives them this. We're, we're supposed to be what submissive to them. Like you said, Therefore, that's why he fears him because he's like, oh wait, we don't have a submissive Negro on our hands, so I fear my life now because like he might kill earlier, me because there's there's like, this beast out here. Yeah, like like like, like we got like, unleashed like superhero powers. Like of you course, were talking about earlier. he overpowered me. It's the same thing with George Zimmerman. I mean, think about it. It's the same thing with George Zimmerman. He's an out of shape fat dude. You know what I'm saying? That's trying to overtake a young teen black guy who's fairly in shape and healthy. But again, the black guy's fearful of his life. How is it that, how does the tables turn where the the prey becomes the predator? And the predator gets off by saying, I fear for my life. Like, I don't understand it. You're a predator. It's 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 crazy. Like, I don't, what would it take? It would have to take, say, like a John to be stalking a prostitute down the street, right? The prostitute turns around. I'm sorry, I shouldn't say that. I, I shouldn't say the word prostitute. I should actually change it. You know, I, I should actually say a uh, sex worker. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll like to make an amendment on that one. Caregiver. So, yeah. So, uh, sex worker. Because of that, it, it would be one of those situations where if they were to turn around and kill that person, and or or, no, or attack the person because they're about to attack them. They, you know, in the midst of them attacking them, they kill them, and then they end up killing the, the sex worker, and then the, 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 the guy who's about to kill the sex worker is like, well, I fear for my life. And then they get off. 
I don't understand that. How is it that you can become, how can you be an aggressor first? A hit dog hollers, right? I don't understand. How can you be an aggressor first? And you, and then and, and it's on you now. It's on you. You start getting your ass whooped and then you call and then you kill the person and you get off for self-defense. Like, I don't know, man. I, I just don't know. It's strange. But you already know a black person wouldn't walk around with an AR-15. You know why? Because half the time if you go to a gun show, they probably won't sell it to you anyway. anyway. Don't matter how much money you got. Even Be a black person to go to a gun show even if you had and ask them, can you get an AR-15? I guarantee they will not sell it to you. If they will, they might, but they probably won't. Even if you had a they don't want you to have it. They don't want you to have it as a black person. Oh, no, 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 no. They ain't gonna give you that heavy artillery. Man. They gonna ask you what you're using it for. Strike fear. You know what I mean? Because you strike fear. Why? I don't know, man. Who knows? He just, he just. Blame it on Denmark VC. Who knows? He just looked a certain way. Yeah. You look menacing. It was, it was in your eyes. We, you know, we know what they say about the guys with dreadlocks and tattoos and stuff. Oh yeah, the guy be a dope boy. Gotta be a dope, you know, drug dealer, man. Well, you drive a charger too, or not? Yeah, especially me. You know, being tall, walking and, contradiction right there, man. Yeah, you know, having extra human seat to myself. You know, yeah. Oh, I've. <laughs> that's for a whole nother second. I mean, listen, you already know, man. They're already gonna ask, you, hey, are you a bouncer? <laughs> the first question they're gonna ask you, like, no, no, no. If you're a big black dude, man, the first thing they're gonna ask you, man, are you a bouncer? Now, long are you a cop? No, no, no. Are you a bouncer? Because we know you ain't gonna be no cop. Like, you know, we know you ain't gonna be the man. But uh, oh, so, but yeah, so we're about to wrap everything up, man. Like I said, um, it's been fun today, man. Thank you, Twan, man. I really like that. Yeah, appreciate you. We have to do on, another man. one, man. Definitely. Um, definitely have to do some more, man. Now, now I'm hungry. And before I, Ugh. and before we go, Ugh. listen. Women, please don't be mad at me. Please. Don't be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Please don't be don't a simple line. Nah, nah, right? That's nah, what they call it, right? Nah. Man. I'm just saying, don't be mad. Just under, just take what we're saying. Don't hate, appreciate it. Yeah, just take what I'm saying and take it for what it is. Have some accountability. I love y'all. I really do, but somewhere it's got to stop. Got to have some more closure, too. Yeah. Right? I mean, both sides of the party, accountability is but again, shout out to Avaloy Podcast Network for giving me this opportunity again. Um, hopefully, we'll have some more content for you next week. Hopefully, uh, Akbar Sultan will be in the building so we can keep wrapping this up about this whole situation with the professional sports and uh, what's going on with New York. Crazy. A little sidebar for him, man. All right, y'all, man. Uh, take care, man. Like I said, uh, it's been real. Peace.